hitting the lottery. The perfect score. You're smiling. Tess looked at me, propped up on an elbow. Wanna let me in on it? Ah, it's nothing. Just being here with you. You know what they say. For a while now, the only luck I've had has been bad luck. Tess rocked her hips ever so slightly. And as if we had done this countless times, I found myself smoothly inside her again. I just stared into those baby blues for a second, in this posh suite in the middle of the day with this incredible woman who only a few days before hadn't been conceivable in my life. Well, congratulations, Ned Kelly. Tess put a finger to my lips. I think your luck's beginning to change. Chapter 2 I had met Tess four days before, on a beautiful white sand beach along Palm Beach's North Ocean Boulevard. Ned Kelly is how I always introduced myself. Like the outlaw. Sounds good at a bar, with a rowdy bunch crowded around, except no one but a couple of beer-drinking Aussies and a few Brits really knew whom I was talking about. That Tuesday, I was sitting on the beach wall after cleaning up the cabana and pool at the estate house where I worked. I was the part-time pool guy, part-time errand runner for Mr. Saul Roth, Solly to his friends. He had one of those sprawling Florida-style homes you can see from the beach north of the breakers and maybe wonder, whoa, who owns that? I cleaned the pool, I polished up his collection of vintage cars from ragtops, ran his dry cleaning, even sometimes played a few games of gin with him around the pool at the end of the day. He rented me a room in the carriage house above the garage. Solly and I met at Taboo, where I waited tables on weekend nights. At the time, I was also a part-time lifeguard at Midtown Beach. Solly, as he joked, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Once upon a time, I went to college, tried real life, even taught school for a while back up north until that fell apart. It would probably shock my pals here that I was once halfway to a master's in social education at BU. A master's in what, they'd probably go? Beach management? So I was sitting on the beach wall that beautiful day. I shot a wave to Miriam, who lived in the large Mediterranean next door, who was walking her Yorkies, Nicholas and Alexandria, on the beach. A couple of kids were surfing about a hundred yards offshore, and I was thinking I'd do a run-swim-run, jog about a mile up the beach, swim back, then run hard, up and back, all the while watching the ocean. Then... Like some dream, there she was, in a great blue bikini, ankle-deep in surf, her long reddish-brown hair knotted up in a twist with a flutter of tendrils. Right away, it was as if there was something sad about her, though. She was staring vacantly at the horizon. I thought she was dabbing her eyes. I had this flash, the beach, the waves, the pretty, lovelorn girl like she was going to do something crazy, on my beach. So, I jogged down to her, in the surf. Hey! I shielded my eyes and squinted into that gorgeous face. If you're thinking what I think you are, I wouldn't advise it. Thinking what? She looked up at me, surprised. I don't know, I see a beautiful girl on the beach, dabbing her eyes, staring forlornly out to sea. Wasn't there some kind of movie like that? She smiled, and that's when I could see for sure she'd been crying. You mean, where the girl, on a hot afternoon, goes in for an afternoon swim? 
Yeah, I said with a shrug, suddenly a little embarrassed. That's the one. She had a thin gold chain around her neck and a perfect tan. An accent, maybe English? God, she was a knockout. Guess I was just being cautious. I, I didn't want any accidents on my beach. Your beach, she said, glancing up at Solly's. Your house, too, I guess. She smiled, clearly toying with me. Sure. You see that window above the garage? Here, here, you can see it. I shifted her. Through the palms, if you lean this way. And like an answer to my prayers, I got her to laugh. Ned Kelly, I stuck out my hand. Ned Kelly? Like the outlaw? I did a double take. No one had ever said that to me. I just stood there with a dumbass, starstruck grin. Don't think I even let go of her hand. Sydney, New South Wales, she said, displaying her Aussie strawing, her accent. Boston, I grinned back. And that was how it started. We chatted a little more about how she'd been living there for a couple of months and how she'd take long walks on the beach. She said she might come back this way the next day, and I said there was a chance I might be there too. As I watched her walk away, I figured she was probably laughing at me behind those $400 Chanel sunglasses. By the way, she said, suddenly turning, there was a movie, Humoresque, with Joan Crawford. Well, you should check it out. I rented Humoresque that night, and it ended with a beautiful heroine drowning herself by walking into the sea. And on Wednesday, Tess came back, looking even hotter in this one-piece suit and a straw.